Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Domestic Boyfriends Podcast. Happy New Year! Happy Holidays! Happy New Year! Yeah, we're, we're a little bit late. I uh, actually uploaded the last episode after the New Year, so uh, Woo. Just, just remember that when you watch that one, if you haven't already. Um, yeah, this is the podcast where we talk about uh, TVs, movies, comic books, anime... Uh, video games should already say that pretty much everything that we want to talk about, things that we like, things we find interesting, maybe holes. Oh, um, maybe other interesting things. My name is Dean, and always with me is my lovely co host Vincent. Hello, anyway, back into the kick of things. Uh, season two. Season two, we uh, last episode uh, was a nice round hole number, episode 20. Uh, so we are kicking off the new year, new season. Uh, makes no difference, but maybe uh, we'll have a little bit more rest before we do these episodes. <laughs> so we love that. Um, but sadly, what we don't love is the lack of news or things that we find entertaining that we're going to talk about before we get onto the main topic. Uh, if you didn't know... Uh, from the title today, uh, the main topic that we are going to be discussing is the latest. Is this is the latest DC movie, right? I believe so. I don't yeah. think any anything else came out. And if it did, it was probably bad because we haven't watched it yet. Um, Black Adam. Uh, we were gonna watch this a while ago, back when it first released, but it's on HBO Max now, so it's much easier for us to watch at leisure. Um, Starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson, but we'll get back to what he's cooking later. Oh. Uh, Yeah, so if uh, you want to take, let's take a bite out of the news, the little news that we have. Let's take a nibble out of the news, Vincent. Uh, You can go ahead. Oh, for sure. And you know, what's the best way to start us off with a nibble than talking about something that's actually edible? Uh, Xbox... (laughs) is going to be making cheat code Oreos with controller designs that will give in-game rewards uh, if you enter them into things like Forza, Sea of Thieves, and Halo Infinite. That's that's yummy. That's yummy. I, I saw the product pictures of these, and I'm like, I really hope these are mint. I don't personally <laughs> like eating mint in their green because Xbox, so... I really hope that they are. I hope they're Mountain Dew flavored. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like Gamer that Fuel. idea. Gamer Fuel. Yeah. Oh, we're not sponsored by Gamer Fuel, by the way. Um, I... But that's, what do you think it's going to... Do you think they're going to put, like, old cheat codes on there? Or is it just going to be, like, just the logos and cheat codes the name? I don't know. Um, It would be, it'd be cool if they did older cheat codes as well um modern modern cheat codes modern cheat. uh I, I miss cheat codes in video games you know this isn't like the weirdest thing that i've seen oreo do either like a long time ago what like three four years ago they made like um an oreo uh dj uh spinner thing where you would like take Oreos and put it on this like uh this like tablet like device and you could use it as like a turntable. Uh-huh. Interesting. Yeah. I mean uh, we've seen weirder things with like f- collaboration between video games and food. What was the thing we did a couple of we talked about a couple episodes ago? Might have been fake, might have been a one time release. The McDonald's oh, chair. The McDonald's <laughs> chair yo I should check out to see if I can buy one. <laughs> um, but not the not the oddest collaboration, especially with like a Microsoft. It's not for the, sure. It's not the weirdest thing. They collab like with Doritos and Mountain Dew to give away like Call of Duty codes or whatever the fuck, all the time. So, uh, oh, that's it's interesting. Interesting. Hope it's not mint. Nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'll grab a little bit. Uh, Quantumanium posters, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, I love how after they introduce the Wasp, they can't go back to Ant-Man because she's now there. Uh, <laughs> just a little thing. Uh, the Quantumania poster came out. Looks nice. 
is Kang. He's doing his thing. He's very blue. Yeah, he is blue. He is a blue man. I always thought it was... So he's blue because... I always thought it was like the suit. And then if you ever watched uh, the animated show um, Marvel's... Marvel's Avenger... Like, Mar- what is it? Marvel's... Marvel Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Like, Kang gets kidnapped and his suit comes off and he still has a blue face with the lines. I was like, oh, I thought that was his helmet. That's <laughs> not a, that's not his helmet. That's um, just his skin. Yeah. Um, yeah, Quantumanium. Let's, let's talk about some expectations we have here. Obviously, Ant-Man and the Wasp have to be in it. Gonna get really small. And then really big. Um, really big. Well, it gets kind of big in the movie, but they're also in like the microverse. So yeah, so I guess not really that big. <laughs> a little bit larger than small than an atom. Yeah, uh, probably smaller than that. Uh, Janet says that she she means she was keeping this a secret. Uh, possible relationship between her and Kang? Question mark? Question mark? Oh. Um. It doesn't necessarily have to be that way, but, you know, she's hiding it. She's hid, like, this entire society. Um, Is it where the TVA is? That was a big fan theory. Is that... uh, Is that where the signal was going from the rings? Yeah. Yeah, we still don't know. Because we still... All the, like, designs and stuff from Kang's headquarters has all the writing and stuff. It just looks like the rings <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's i didn't even think about that i honestly think that it's a signal coming from outer space but who knows we don't really have the origins of the 10 rings quite yet um uh his his daughter cassie she has like a purple suit uh in the comics she i think she's considered a mutate but she could also be considered a mutant i think she's a mutate uh, her name is Stature. What? She can she can what's, grow. What's the difference between a mutant and a mutate? Yeah. Sp- okay. Oh. <clears throat> Let me uh, break out my comic glasses here. Oh. The difference between a mutant and a mutate is the fact that a mutant has the X gene. A mutate gains its ability like from something else. Um, oh, so a mutate would be Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man is the best example of a mutate. Another example of a mutate would technically be like Franklin Richards originally thought to be a mutant. Uh, it's been retconned, uh, that Franklin actually like using his omnipotent powers, uh, like genetically rewrote his DNA to have the X gene in it. And then they retconned it. Uh, I, I, I huh. could get into a whole hour debate what? about why that was stupid. It was the writer, the writer, did, the one, the writer who was writing, the Fantastic Four at the time said he didn't know how to write a kid, so he wrote Franklin out of it. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, he said he didn't know how to write a kid. Uh, so he, he wrote him out of it because, you know, he has, like, omnipotent power. But uh, he's, like, a good example of a mutate, uh, like, being born of two people with powers that are also mutates. Um, uh, in, a, in opposed to someone like Cable. Cable was born to two mutants and has the X gene. Um, but his, uh, anyway, back to a little little history class right there. Um, if you, uh, so, so his daughter, Stature, uh, was a mutate. Uh, it was stated that she got her powers because she was exposed to pin particles for so long. Because, like, the original comic book uh, story in which Hank... Uh, Scott got Hank's suit uh, was because Cassie was like super young, like five or six years old, and uh, she needed like a surgery. And the doctor was being kidnapped. The doctor was being kidnapped by an alien villain. Scott went and got, stole the suit, uh, beat the guy up, tried to bring the suit back. Scott, not Scott, Hank, as Yellow Jacket said, "As long as you do good, I'll let you keep the suit. You don't got to worry about it." Uh, so she had been exposed to pin particles for like closer to a decade. Or something like that. So it was stated that her body, like, it, it didn't necessarily do this to, like, the adults doing it, using pin particles, because they weren't, like, they weren't, they were fully 
grown. You know what I mean? So it was yeah. explained that like the pin particles, along with like her hormones and her not being a full grown adult, like it changed her genetically. Uh, even though she never used them herself, so a part of the Young Avengers, obviously trying to reel in the whole Young Avengers roster, uh, totally different suit though. Um, but I'm with it. Looks cool. Looks like it honestly looks more in line with. Uh, uh, I think she has. I think Cassie... Yeah. So it, it looks more in line with the currency that she has in the comics. She calls herself Stinger instead of Stature now. Um, oh. Which is kind of stupid. She has the innate abilities, like I said before, the innate abilities uh, to grow big. Uh, that's, mm-hmm. that's her innate ability. But she, can also, she also uses pin particles to shrink and grow. Like, past her limits. Um... <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty interesting. Um, what are your what are your expectations? What do you want to see out of this movie? Well, I mean, you know, aside from being a dingus and saying, "Oh, I just want to see him grow to be different sizes," uh, I'm I'm hoping to just get sort of lost in a new world again i i know that like that might sound a little weird but like one of my favorite bits of um marvel movies as of as of late has been when um you get so sort of dragged and absorbed into these different uh be it like different planets in space different uh, realities with like the quantum realm it seems like it's going to be trippy um a great um example of this of me like just really enjoying it and them doing it really well was going through all of the different like alternate realities and stuff in um the multiverse of madness uh and like every single time we saw a new one, I was like, oh, I want to be here longer. Oh, I want to spend time more here. I just really want to be absorbed into the quantum realm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel the same way, but uh, it was with the latest movie. Um, I, I was so enamored with Talokan. Uh, in Black Panther. Yeah, that too. It, it was so pretty. And like Wakanda in general, like. I'm glad we didn't, like, escape any of that, like, going to a different place. Um, not that the first Black Panther did that, but, like, yeah. I definitely like these mystical and methodical worlds that um, Marvel's been introducing. Um, I don't feel like we get too much, like, on the space side of it, which is kind of sad. Um, but, yeah, no, I totally agree. Um... Yeah, uh, we get more of Kang. That'll be interesting. We actually get to see the Conqueror Kang, not the, what is it, the, the Endless One? The old one? The, mm-hmm. the, 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 the old man guy? Uh, we don't, we don't yeah. see him. We're not going to see one. him. We're going to see the one that apparently is the baddest of the bad. Um, so that'll be fun. Um, sure. Yeah. Uh, what else you got? Uh, well, that's honestly all I'm really excited for. I, I honestly <laughs> don't really remember too, too much from uh, watching Ant-Man and the Wasp or, nor Ant-Man. Like, you know, maybe Scott's going to give us a cool new magic trick, but like... <laughs> maybe. Maybe he will. Yeah. Maybe we're, will we're starting to hit the point where with the movies now... I'm, like, lost on, like, a lot of these characters. <laughs> well, yeah, we... The last... I mean, it's it's stopped. Like, with Endgame, like, we kind of don't know where a lot of things are. Like, be it where, like, a... Where, how, Endgame happened, what, 2018? Yeah. We're five years out. Less than five years. Like, four years out. A little over four years out. 
Um, and we still don't know where a lot of it is. Like, be it, it is COVID. Like, there was COVID and everything. But, like, there's just so much we just don't know about where modern, where a lot of the people are. Uh, even with, like, some of the shows and everything coming out, it's very up in the air. Uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully this will give us a little more insight. Um, hopefully. Oof. This will be, it'll be our first Marvel movie of 2023, and hopefully it'll, you know, it'll set us on proper course. Yeah. Um, we were talking, uh, me and the wife were talking about possibly doing a vacation the next year. It, I want to do it. I honestly would love to do it like next year. Um, probably be like a vacation for like in the next couple of years. Uh, going to Disneyland and checking out Avengers Campus and Galaxy's Edge and stuff like that. Wanna oh, yeah. want to see all that cool, cool, nerdy things. For sure. Um, next, uh, get a little bit more. We got... I, I really am interested in the new DC game that's coming out. Uh, Suicide Squad, uh, DC Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. Um, after the, you know, would you call it atrocious release of Gotham Knights? Not all was promised. Uh, yeah. Um, so another game is coming out and the concept sounds amazing. Um, we briefly talked about this on a previous episode, but I want to take a little deeper dive into this because it has all of the good setup that we saw from, like, what Gotham Knights would have been. But we know, like, very little about it. But, yeah, like, I want it to be that second wind that DC has in the video game industry after, like, you know, the years of... Uh, Having all the Arkham games, and then we got Gotham Knights, and it's kind of like, eh. So, Personally? Yeah. I have, uh, and it's been a bit since I can say this, especially since, like, you know, all of the wonderful trailers that we got for uh, Gotham Knights. Um, I have complete and utter faith in this game coming out and it being an amazing game. It's from the same studio that gave us the actual Arkham series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They know their formula. And the fact that we're going to be able to play as, um, you know, like some really it just playing as the suicide squad the suicide squad in itself is just an interesting roster of characters the ones that we get to pick what we have deadshot we have harley we have king shark we have captain boomerang right yep. that's it yep yeah player game. it's gonna be uh from my understanding completely single player focused so we're not gonna need to worry about you know tiny little numbers appearing above people's heads oh, and thinking why am I playing people. DC the division um but more people it's, oh, more people it, it would be cool to like you know run around with like the full suicide squad uh and have it be your friends but you know if we're sacrificing that for the sake of making the game's story and gameplay absolutely stellar and amazing then please mm -hmm. I and also like this is going to be our final time seeing Kevin Conroy play Batman yeah he um don't mess it up yeah he yeah he's that was was that the last thing he worked on this is the very last thing that we the the very last time that we will hear his voice as Batman. Wow, that's crazy. I think the only thing previous to this was work on multiverses, um, multiverses as well as like, albeit like it's not so much him as Batman, but him talking about being Batman was his own like story that he wrote, mm -hmm. you know, about his time under the hood. Yeah. Um. 
yeah hopefully hopefully it'll be good it looks like it looks like from the trailers we're actually killing the justice league um yeah a little morbid to be killing <laughs> but a dead man but i think it'll be cool it's a concept we see very in video games we have, we've never seen this in comic books we see very little of it especially taking from the perspective of the people who are doing it um yeah it gives me like this dark multiverse type of feel like i, I want to see where it goes how far it goes what the actual objective of the game is how the story plays out um for sure I can't wait to see why we're... Well, I mean, we kind of oh, we we, know we, why we know we're why. killing them, because of Brainiac. Yeah, um, the, the Bra- Brainiac's like, taken over all of the Justice League. <coughs> from what we can tell. Like, he got Batman. How do you get Batman? He got the Flash. How do you get the Flash? Oh, he probably put some... Pretty sticky stuff? In trouble or something. Oh, yeah, okay. to put sticky stuff around it. Yeah. Like, oh, hello. How he got I'll any of the, you. Oh no, no. How he got any of the Justice League is beyond me, but it'll be interesting uh, to see how it all plays out, and I'm really excited for the game. Uh, one of the only DC things I'm excited for. So, for sure, for sure. Um, <coughs> uh, do you have anything else? I'm excited for. Uh, uh, <laughs> news, or but yeah, excited for news. It. Yeah, either or. No, I not not really. There's I mean, there's plenty to be excited for in the year, but like nothing really. News breaking. Have you seen the new trailer for I don't know if you're a Harry Potter person for Hogwarts Legacy? Yeah, it's kind of. I've been you can use a vada kedavra. I've been just murder people. (laughs) I've been seeing some questionable things with that game. But yes, taking the dark side does sound like something fun. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, besides that, I mean, do you have anything else you want to say before we get into get into the big stuff? I think we should just get into the big stuff. All right, big stuff we go. I like big stuff. You like big stuff. Big, like yes, Ant-Man. I do. All right. Um, Saki Saki. So, ole, 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 ole. Uh... Black Adam. Black Adam. Uh, spoiler warning ahead. Uh, we're going to do a little bit of non-spoiler talk. You'll get our rating. And if you don't want to hear spoilers, end the video now. Uh, and come back. Get out. You leave. Um, Black Adam. Uh, we should do like a rating system. How many out? How many atoms out of five atoms would you give it? Yeah, out of out of five atoms, what would you what would you give it? I'd give it like three and a half atoms. I'd give it four atoms. How many rocks would you give it? How many rocks? I'd give it four rocks. I'd give it like three and a half rocks. I enjoyed it. Was it was a pretty fun movie. Yeah, it was fun. I, I enjoyed it. I just uh, I don't know. I feel like it could have been more. I wanted it to be a little bit more. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, fuckers who didn't watch it, leave. Anyway, uh, that was your warning. You've heard our atoms. Yeah, you heard the atoms, don't leave. You heard the rocks. That's how many rocks <laughs> before we throw the rocks at you. The atoms score. Uh, did you watch Wednesday? No, not yet. Ah, that's good. That's good, man really good um anyway black adam so how many how many years ago is this like that starts out like a long time ago a thousand a couple hundred years ago how long does rock stay up how long does rock stay up hundreds maybe hundreds of years ago right we got our boy we got, we got, do you, do you want to do it through like the beginning or do you want to give like a general synopsis? Let's go for a general synopsis. We don't need to be in right. the bush. Big the movie boy. doesn't. Yeah. Oh, that's very true. Uh, big boy, Black Adam, uh, is revived in the modern day by some archaeologists who want to use him, uh, to save Kondok. Kondok, uh, is 
uh, weirdly built on a rich, <laughs> a rich mine of very powerful material. Sounds pretty familiar, if you ask me. Uh, <laughs> a very powerful mineral that uh, can grant very great power to whoever wields it. Uh, oh. And Black Adam uh, is from a long time ago. A long time ago, Black Adam is from where he was chosen to be the champion of conduct to save the world from evil because demons wanted to take over the world uh, and a king wanted to use uh, the power of these magical stones. What the fuck? What's the name of them again? Uh, Eternium. Eternium. God, that kind of Kind of sounds like Transformium. Yeah. Or Unobtainium. Unobtainium. We need to watch Avatar too. See if there's Unobtainium in there. Probably uh, plenty. Probably plenty. Water obtain water Unobtainium. Liquid Unobtainium. Aqua-obtainium. Aqua Unobtainium. Oh, Aqua? The Darkness. Aqua. You're too, you're too late. Aqua, no! Anyway, sidetracked. It's all, it always goes back to Kingdom Hearts. Um, so Black Adam or Shazam gets his powers from the King from Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Oh God! That's where the door leads it leads to the Wizards. Oh, could you? Oh, God. Uh, the next king is gonna be like Sora. He's gonna be like Shazam. Shazam, could you? It's interesting. Uh, so anyway, we Teth Adam becomes the champion of conduct, kills the king, uh, becomes the king. No, does not become the king. No, explodes uh, the castle. Explodes the castle and everything around it. I think that's all I remember. I think that's all that happens. Uh, is a hero. Yeah. Uh, but is revived during modern times. Uh, kind of questionable, causes a lot of damage, causes a lot of things to come up in the air. Conduct is very modern in this movie. I just want to bring this up. Conduct is very much just like stereotypical, like Cairo, Egypt, like modern day in the comics. Like, it, it isn't really too advanced, has like a normal modern technology, doesn't have hover vehicles and magic, magic blasters and everything like that. Just want people to know that. Uh, and they get a call, a specific group of people get a call from uh, Amanda Waller. Amanda Waller. Now, I'll bring this up later, but I want to question when this movie takes place. Because there's so many hmm. things. So many things. This movie confuses the fuck out of me. It doesn't really matter because nothing, nothing's staying except James Gunn movies. Uh, but still. Questioning everything about this movie. Anyway, uh, a specific group of people get called. A specific man gets called. A man of hawk. A hawk man, one may say. Uh, don't. don't. This is, the, this is the first time that we've seen Hawkman. Ever in right? live action. Yes. Yeah. Hawkman is awesome. This is Carter Hall. Hawkman gets called from Amanda Waller. Uh, is said to neutralize the target. Hawkman has a bunch of videos playing and shit like that uh and he's assembled a team he's brought together a team of people uh the first uh that we see is cyclone who i looked this up i didn't know her origin i still actually don't know her origin the movie did a decent uh exam did a decent explanation of it uh it was gorgeous every single time she was on screen yes yes Yes, she is gorgeous. Oh my God. Oops, I have a wife now. Uh, yeah, wind, cool. Uh, origin story. Uh, she is the she is the granddaughter of the original Red Tornado, not the robot. Red Tornado, Wait. the old lady. <laughs> There's more. What? Let me show you the the Red Tornado. Uh, of the of the old days, uh, Abigail Hunkel, because her name is something Hunkel. What? Uh, Maxine Hunkel is her. Hunkel. Hunkel. Yes. Uh, she is the. Okay, let me just send you this picture. 
This is the this is the picture of the original red tornado. Oh, the f and the cyclone kids, which I'm guessing are her are children. Why are her arms fuzzy? Uh, yeah, she's one. There's, there's the cyclone kid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't know if she has powers. Let me look through this uh, article. No. Why are her arms? Hand to hand busy? combat. Yeah. Powers and abilities. Hand to hand combat. Basic cooking. Um. <laughs> cooking. Yeah. Yeah. It's her ability. That's just a daily skill. Oh um, man, I'm a superhero. Um, she was the Red Tornado for the JSA uh, for a while. Uh, it does state it in in what's her names when she goes to Red Arrow, not Red Arrow, Hawkman's mansion. You see her talking to the computer, right? I paused on there because I was really curious on what it said. Because I for a second I thought it said Red Tornado, and I was really curious, right? Uh, it does show that she is the granddaughter of <laughs> this lady. Um, and she, at first I thought it was a genetic thing, you know, like powers of metahumans just getting passed on. I was like, oh, she has like tornado powers. No, it's explained later in the movie that she has her powers from like getting kidnapped from some scientist. <clears throat> I'm guessing the same scientist that made Green Tornado a Red Tornado. Uh, nanobots are in her bloodstream, and it allows her to manipulate wind. So, uh, pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, no, that's that's her grandma. That's her grandma. Aww. Are you excited about that? Um, I mean, it's cool. Uh, the next person we have is. Uh, Adam Smasher, um, a very original JSA member. Um, he can grow big. He smashes Adams. Uh, he's supposed to be Al Rothstein, um, who I think his he the kid is supposed to be Al, and his uncle is also Al. Uncle Al, and then his. I don't remember the names. Black Adam. Let me look at the roster real quick. Uh, he is... Uh, it's, it's, it's not telling me which Adam Smasher he is. Smasher, Black Adam. Um. <coughs> <coughs> yes, 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 yes. He is Al Julian Rothstein, and he is the nephew of Albert Pratt. So they're both named Al. That's why I was very confused. Um. Uh, he has he takes up the moniker of his uncle, who is the original Adam Smasher. Uh, he has his suit, uh, and he also has his abilities, which Hawkman says that he inherited from his uncle. I don't think that's how genetics work uh, necessarily, uh, because Adam Smasher experimented on himself, and that's how he gained his powers. Uh, I don't I don't get how that works. Uh, yeah. So, Adam Smasher, original member of the JSA. Pretty basic powers. He just smashes stuff. Uh, which is why when they announced the four-person roster for taking on Black Adam, I was like, Adam Smasher. Interesting. Because uh, he's just a big guy. It's kind of like Pym Particle. He's just big. Uh, so, yeah. No powers besides that. Uh, and then last, the big powerhouse of all of this, uh, is Dr. Fate. Dr. Fate, uh, you might know him from a death battle or two. You might yeah. know him because of Young Justice. You might know him because of the Justice League animated series. Dr. Fate, uh, also known as Kent Nelson, uh, depending on which Dr. Fate it is, uh, he rolls up in his fucking limousine, and then he has like future psychic visions and shit. And it's really interesting. I love Fate. I love Dr. Fate. My favorite version of Fate is from Young Justice. Uh, 
And it's such an interesting character because when done right, it is two characters that inhabit one goal. Uh, when done badly, uh, it's just this crazy old man who becomes a superhero. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they're going off and they have to go defeat Black Adam in conduct. And they have they go in the only way that Hawkman knows how in a jet made out of inth metal that looks so weird. It, it looks like it looks like the fucking it looks like a fucking the blackbird it looks like the blackbird from X-Men um it's it, it's it's interesting i like the uh, yeah, that's that's the entire movie, by the it way. It always makes me laugh at the idea whenever there's, like, a superhero who's, like, well-known and has the ability to fly, that they just have a plane. They, they always have a plane. <laughs> um, the funniest, the funniest rebuttal I've ever heard from that is, like, in context of a movie that, like, Wonder Woman has the invisible jet, right? And it's, she got that, bef- she's had that before, like, she got retconned to having flight, flying powers. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, whatchamacallit, she, like, gets asked by, like, the Flash or something like that. It's like, you can fly, why do you have the jet? And she's just like, oh, like, I just really like having it around. Because in that context, she stole the jet from one of her supervillains. So she just kept it as, like, a Batman memorial piece. And she just uses it. But yeah, no, Weird. it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. Also, I think it would be very exhausting for Hawkman to fly all the way around the world. Just saying. Yeah, you know that's fair. I guess. Um. Yeah. Just to work out a bit more. Just a couple other things. Um, I was explaining to this, explaining all of their origins to my wife in the uh, like during the movie. Um, this is Carter Hall. This for those who don't know, Hawkman and Hawk. Uh, Hawk Girl or Hawk Woman uh, have a very long history in DC of being the, the true form of love, the most eternal love, the most tragic love. Um, this is a rendition of Hawkman that is one of many, uh, but is him being on Earth uh, reincarnated into a body uh, of an archaeologist. Uh, and I, I wanted to see Hot Girl in this. You know what somebody brought up? It was like in a TikTok or something. There was like, you know what would be really interesting? If they talked about Dr. Fate, Black Adam, and Hawkman all having uh, Egyptian, like Egyptian-based backgrounds. Uh, mm-hmm. And it, how it's not brought up in this movie at fucking all. Yeah, that's true. Like Naboo's supposed to be like an ancient Egyptian god like who became a lord of order. Black Adams for conduct, and originally, uh, one of the one of the first reincarnations of Carter was like a pharaoh of old Egypt. Um, yeah, I I thought I think it'd be interesting, but no, we didn't get that. Um, yeah, so that's that's kind of the movie. Uh, Black Adam befriends the family, the family that the. The family of the person who re- released him uh, and said the word Shazam and brought him back to life. Um, yeah. Um, we later find out that Adam is also not exactly who he is. He's not the hero that people remember because he's not actually the person that was the original hero. Uh, it was originally his son. Uh, his son uh, was originally the uh, not originally Black Adam because Teth Adam is like it's in his name, um, but the yeah. original champion of the Wizards was his son, who started a rebellion. And uh, upon starting the rebellion and giving people hope uh, to defy the king, he was brought to be executed. Uh, Teth Adam ran the fuck after him because he was just like, "You're not killing my son." Uh, and then the last minute before he died, he was summoned by the Wizards. Uh, he was summoned by the great seven, seven wizards, six wizards, uh, the Council of Wizards, Harry Potter. You know more and, than me. <laughs> Harry Potter and Voldemort included. Well, this was in the movie. Oh, yeah, for sure. I didn't count them, though. 
six or seven wizards. It's supposed to be for each. It's the Power Rangers. Well, and it's supposed to originally like the wizards who gave like the wizard Shazam is the last wizard because in the comic books Adam kills them all <laughs> except oh him. yeah I'm pretty sure that's how it goes. So like it's, each it's, instead of the wizard Shazam giving like Billy each each like the whole name Shazam from each of the gods in Teth Adams like usually with Black Adam it's each wizard gives him a letter. So uh the oh. speed like the the speed of shoot uh the something of I don't remember. Uh the heart of Harold. Horse um something of Atem that's never mind, that's 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 the Pharaoh. It's <laughs> from Yu-Gi-Oh. A legend of Zelda. Uh like all these things. Uh he, he he gives it to his son. Uh, they give this power to Teth Adam's son. He becomes a hero, he kills he kills the king, right? Yes. Yeah, he kills very, the king. Very, very much. Kills the king, becomes the hero. All is good. Um, well, no, he doesn't actually do that. He he doesn't kill the king. He, he becomes a hero, stops all the bad things oh, that are happening. Yes. But the king uses his power, gets his mother killed, and puts Teth Adam on his, door, on his death's door. So... The child believes that, like, you know, I need to save my father, obviously. Uh, and he gives his powers to his father. He says, say the words like I do. And they both say Shazam. And he transfers his powers over. Well, like a fucking Call of Duty player, he's being camped by one of the fucking King's guards and he gets sniped. It's crazy, man. Uh, he gets sniped, he gets killed. Uh, Teth Adam has all the powers, so, like, if he would have got shot normally, like, by a fucking arrow or whatever, uh, he would have been fine. Because, you know, Black Adam's, like, bullet-resistant. Um, yeah, so that that's actually his origin story. Um, a part of this that I really love that they play at is that Adam isn't a bad person, Right? In yeah. my opinion, Black Adam sits on the same pedestal at, as both Black Panther and Namor in the way that they act. In fact, if these three like existed in the same universe, I would be like, oh, they're the, they're the three kings who just care about their country because that's all they do care about. As much as they showed T'Challa in the MCU being like uh, becoming more of a charismatic person and like, he is a charismatic person. Be- being more willing to, like, adventure out and everything like that. In the comics, he's not really like that. In the comics, he's like, it's for Wakanda. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. The world's being destroyed. Wakanda's on Earth, so it looks like I'm going to help you guys. He has friends. He does help people out. He does give people resources and stuff. But he, he he's definitely not at the point where he was, like, in the movies. Mm-hmm. he's very much like my kingdom before anything else. Namor is exactly like that. My kingdom before anything else. That's why they butt heads a lot. They butt heads a lot because they're the same fucking person. Yeah. Black Adam. <coughs> Teth Adam is exactly the same way. In the comics, he becomes the king of Kondok after he comes back, uh, after being unsealed. He like... He, if anybody comes within the borders, he like has like a magical field up. He'll fucking come to you like in lickety split time. Like he's super fast, super strong. He's the only hero that conduct needs, and he protects it like very, very, like to his to his soul. So, um, this this rendition of him being an anti-hero is very much true to the character, and I really loved it because I I would have hated. If they would have just made him out to be like a really big villain, like, mm-hmm. not saying it would have been bad to watch like the fights and everything like that, but that's not his character. Um, I don't think that's what The Rock wanted to portray him as either. Uh, yeah, for sure. Because he's, he's multi layered, like Five Gum. Uh, he's multi layered. <laughs> not a sponsor. Yeah, de- could sorry. Be? Sorry about that. Yeah. Hey, Marvel. I know we're talking about a DC film right now. 
Can you sponsor me? I love Marvel Snap. Please sponsor oh. me. <laughs> I will play the fuck out of that game. I already play the fuck out of that game. Sponsor me. I will talk about it all the time. Hey, Cookie Run Kingdom. Sponsor us. We love your game. Anyway, back to Black Adam. Uh, so we figure out that the crown of Eternium like, actually exists still. That's what they were hunting for in the first place. Um, guy who originally betrayed the first girl who released Black Adam, like, the Bane character uh, girl. Samael, right? Yeah, yeah, that's his name. Ishmael, oh. Ishmael. Ishmael, Ishmael. It's yeah, not you know, Samael. You know, I think that was somebody from the Bible, but it's fine. Samael. Call me Ishmael. That's, uh, Samael? <laughs> Samael, isn't that like the name of like the the angel that Je- that like Lucifer was was before he fell? I think so. <laughs> okay, uh, DC property it works. Um, so, I uh, so originally the guy dies and they think like that's super like good, but on the crown it reads death. Like, life is to death or something like that. Life is the way to death. But the crown is supposed to be more, like, upside down. So it actually is supposed to read, death is the way to life. Which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. (laughs) Yeah, he just has, like, a fucking revive in his pocket or something. But in the afterlife, it's a mirror. So if we read it the other way, that's what it really means. Stupid, stupid. Um, but after they defeat him, like Black Adam, like just goes away. Like he's just like, well, okay, he's hold like, up, hold up, hold up, yeah, yeah. They said mirror, right? Yeah. Literally earlier in the movie, when Black Adam looks at himself for the first time in a mirror, the kid points out, "Oh, I guess you guys didn't have mirrors back then. How were they supposed to know?" They weren't. Only demons had mirrors, apparently. Um, <coughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's supposed to be upside down, not mirrored. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so Big Bad comes back. Black Adam comes back after Dr. Fate's fighting, getting his ass beat, and he's just like astral projecting himself. There's so many fun bits of like Ad- Black Adam just killing people and then being like, Oh, you're not supposed to do that. Like, Hawkman gets so mad whenever he tries to kill somebody. He's just like, dude, stop. He's like, stop killing people. He's just like, I didn't. You saved them. He's just like, well, yeah, duh. But I, this movie, at first I was getting a little upset about it trying to be funny and doing, like, a bunch of comedy because a lot of it felt a little forced. Mm-hmm. Um. But then there was a lot of it that was just like, <laughs> that was just, it was just good. It was just funny. Like, um, the first time we see Black Adam, like, move so fast that time slows down and he ends up putting the grenade in the guy's mouth and then we <laughs> move back to him and he takes it out. He's like, ah, oh, crap. And then he just blows up. Yeah. I don't think that there were many things that, I mean, some things I, I kind of fell short, but honestly, like, I really enjoyed a lot of it. Um, <coughs> like some of the things like with Hawkman, like I feel like he, f- he felt like, uh, I'm, he's like, I'm just so done with this guy. Um, or like, whenever he was talking to, uh, Adam Smasher, you, me in the plan. He's just like you, me later. He's yeah. Like, you and me. Yeah. It's like a, just an angry dad. Yeah. Well, if it's like they never bring this up they never really bring this up in the movie but um it's in <coughs> in Hawkman's origin uh I guess I'll bring this up now <coughs> is that I forget who they get cursed by but originally the king and his oh, wife I can't remember his name uh, it's uh, who? What are we doing? A podcast where we could look it up? Yeah, oh. let me do that. Real quick. Uh, uh, who curses Hawkman? <laughs> Carl Sand? No. 
Uh, Hoth set. Oh yeah, Hoth set. Uh, who or Hath set? I met him at such a weird time and like a really gruesome time too, because I I personally don't know. I'm a fake fan, right? I don't really read anything. Mm-hmm. Um, they know. But the first time that I met him was when he built a portal out of the decayed corpses of all of the different hawk hawkmen <laughs> and hawk women that he's murdered over the years. Yeah. So half set is like this immortal wizard or some shit like that. Um, arch enemy to Hawkman and Hawkwoman, right? But originally placed a curse of, curse on them on their first life to forever reincarnate, right? And usually the terms, uh, they can vary depending on what continuity it is. But generally, the way that it works is that uh, Carter Carter is reincarnated uh, with his memories. I think it's he's reincarnated with his memories... Or at least sometimes he's reincarnated with his memories. And um, Hawk Girl, or sometimes Shyera, sometimes... Uh, I forget her other names. Uh, she is reincarnated without her memories. But usually when they both gain their memories is when they meet again. Sometimes it's harder than others. You know, sometimes they're reincarnated as regular people. Uh, and then sometimes they're reincarnated as giant bird people from space. Uh, it really depends. Uh, but uh, they don't bring this up in the movie. But if this isn't his first life, which I don't think it's it's supposed to be his first life, this guy knows a lot. This guy's been alive, quote unquote, alive for a long time. Uh, because if he keeps his memories, he's been alive since like ancient Egypt, right? I think it's really interesting that he chose the profession of archaeologist uh, because he probably digs up his old houses and, like, keeps shit in specific locations uh, for him to find in his next life. Um, oh, my God, he's cheating. Yeah, he's, he's cheating. Oh, look at this amazing dig that I keep finding. He's like, oh, my God, it's so awesome. It was in my old house from 2,000 years ago. Oh, it's an electrical outlet I built. Um, but... It's it's really interesting because like, uh, he, like he he has so much knowledge. Uh, in the in the movie, they talk about how Fate's been alive for a long time. Doctor Fate's abilities, because he's so powerful and magical, as long as the user uh, stays in good graces with Fate, they can stay alive for like hundreds of years. Which is the implication that we get from Kent Nelson is that he's been alive for as long as the helmet has wanted to keep him alive. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And even afterwards, we've seen where uh, the Naboo, the spirit that inhabits the helmet, um, keeps the souls of whoever he had. Like, even after they physically pass, he keeps their souls within them uh, to like kind of act as like moral compasses and like assistance to whoever's the current user. Um. This kind of happened in Young Justice, where Kent Nelson passed away, and his soul stayed in the helmet for a little bit, and then eventually, like, Naboo wanted to... Spoilers for Young Justice, by the way. Uh, Naboo Ooh. wanted to take over Zatanna's body, like, permanently. Uh, and they were like, hey, that's not cool, you gotta give her back. And then Kid Flash, Wally, was like, you know, Kent Nelson would never let you just, like, take over somebody's body. It needs to be an agreement. And... Dr. Fate, Naboo was like, oh, yeah, like, Kent Nelson, his soul, like, he told me over and over again to, like, not do it. He's like, I just kind of released him into the afterlife. I didn't really want to hear him talk about it anymore. <laughs> um, so, uh, Fate's an interesting thing because, like, Kent is one thing and then Naboo is another. Um, interesting fact, if you didn't know about this, Inza is Kent Nelson's wife, Inza, Inza Nelson, uh, was also the host of Dr. Fate at one point. Kent was an archaeologist. Oh. Uh, his wife also was as well. Uh, she became Dr. Fate as well. Uh, a bunch of other people have become Dr. Fate. Uh, if you remember from the death battle, if both of them inhabit the helmet along with... It's the, the man, the woman, the god. Uh, they become like this all-powerful deity. Um, uh, Kent Nelson's nephew uh, has become Dr. Fate before. Uh, he was the new 52 version of Dr. Fate, uh, which was very underrated. 
and yeah, other people have put on the helmet before. Uh, in Young Justice, uh, some of the team, the, the the sidekicks who form their own team, uh, they put on the helmet. Um, it's mm-hmm. noted that fate likes people who are more magically adept, like that have more genetically, that are more genetically, what's the word, genetically predispositioned for magic as hosts because they draw more of his power. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's the thing about Dr. Fate. The other two kids, I don't, I don't really know about. Adam Smasher smashes, and I told you about the old lady with the, the, the bucket hat. The bucket helmet. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, we really don't got to spoil the end of the movie. I mean, unless you want to. Nah, we don't have to. Yeah. Gives people a reason go watch to go the watch movie. it. And then, le- <laughs> then the leave us a Google review. Or so- we don't have Google review. No, the- just talk, talk to us about it on Twitter. Let us know what you thought of the ending. Yeah, yeah, totally. And spoil it for everyone else going to the Twitter page. Yeah, yeah, put it under the Twitter th- on the Twitter thread. Um, really yeah. like this movie. It was nice. Yeah, too bad it's not nice gonna, movie. Too bad it's not going to yeah. make it past. Too bad it's gone. Yeah. I liked Dwayne as Black Adam. This was his pet project for like a decade. Yeah, I can he, tell there was a lot of love and passion that went into it. Yeah, he wanted to do this for like 10 years. He's been wanting to do it for so long. Uh, DC greenlit it like six years ago or something like that, and they've been working on it ever since. Um, yeah, it was, a, it, was a, it was a good movie. Um, but if we don't have any more thoughts on it, I really don't think there's anything else. Um, no... I don't think that there is. Um, there's some reference. This this movie obviously is, has some references to Shazam. That's another movie that's gonna be like decapitated, but is still being released. Shazam two. Shazam two is happening, isn't it? Yeah, and it, it takes is. place. It takes place after Black Adam. Yes, supposedly. So maybe. Okay, wait. Before we end off, I need to talk about where this movie takes place. It makes no sense. <laughs> no sense. No <laughs> sense at all. I mean, let me just uh, come back in like 20 or 30 minutes after I'm done with the sprint. It makes absolutely no sense where this movie takes place. I'm basing this off of like general knowledge and like general comic book knowledge and like how things should generally work in DC. Yeah. So in the New 52, there is Earth 2, right? In the New 52, um, it's later explained to us more recently within the past couple of years that the New 52 happened because Dr. Manhattan of The Watchmen got bored, decided to choose a universe, and decided to change something about the universe, right? It's explained okay. to us that Dr. Manhattan changed the origin story of one hero, the original Alan Scott Green Lantern, um, and that one change had an extreme butterfly effect. The change was that it sounds really petty when you think about it, but like it's super crazy because of what the implication is. If you don't know the original origin story for Alan Scott, uh, I'll just quickly sum it up for you. How he became Green Lantern is that he narrowly escaped the, uh, like a crash. He was on a train and he narrowly escaped the crash because he found the Green Lantern. The Green Lantern gave him his magical powers that he's known for. Um, OG Green Lantern, not Hal Jordan. Go watch episode one mm-hmm. if you want to, us to talk about that. Um, episode one of season one. This is season two. Um, DC movies each season. Look at that. Our episode ones have all been DC movies. Um, oh. So uh, Alan Scott gains his powers. Or he, sa- he saves the train using the Green Lantern and everything like that, right? Um, Dr. Manhattan's thought is that what if I just move it two inches away from him? And he does, and the it, it crashes. It crashes. It, he's dead. Alan Scott dies. Green Lantern does not exist. Green Lantern, Alan Scott, is one of the founding members of the JSA. Um, this, of course, has a butterfly effect. Since he died, Green Lantern does not exist. This causes an extreme... I keep saying it, butterfly effect, because Alan Scott was a public superhero, right? 
he was one of Earth's first exposures to superheroes um, way before the original Trinity uh, came to the public side, right? They're the old yeah. superheroes. Um, so this ripple effect caused tons of different changes, like heroes uh, became persecuted that came out. Heroes became that were killed because they, they came out in the public eye. Um, heroes weren't accepted. Other heroes just didn't exist because they didn't have the drive to come out and like do the heroic deeds, unlike when Alan Scott uh, came out, became the Green Lantern, um, and became like a public hero and everything like that. Um, mm-hmm. This had the greatest effect on a young Clark Kent because something that people forget is that during the Silver Age of comic books, uh, the Silver Age or the Bronze Age, when the JSA were in their prime, um, that the JSA was a big inspiration for Superman. Superman wasn't Superman. He was Superboy before he became Superman. Um, Mm -hmm. Because of the JSA being a publicly known superhero group, um, it gave him the confidence to do many of things. One of those things being that he saved his family from a car crash. Uh, that he saved his family from a car crash that would have killed his father, Pa Kent. Um, and then he became Superboy. And of course, for those who don't know, before he became Superman, he was Superboy. And he actually went back in time, went not back in time, into the future and became a member of the Legion of Superheroes who were a future superhero group that were inspired by the Justice League. Um, something that Superman didn't know yet because he's a founding member, of course, um, and he's still like 16 years old. But um, uh, it, it's this big ripple effect that since Alan Scott didn't create the JSA with all these other superheroes and there wasn't a superheroes in the public eye, that Clark became, uh, Clark became Superman later in life, right? He also didn't have a lot of experience. He didn't have a lot of role models. Um, Because if you didn't know, in the original JSA, Superman was also part of the lineup. He wasn't part of the original lineup, but he was part of one of the older rosters before he left. Um, So all of his inspiration and mentor figures and people that he looked up to being a superhero were all gone, right? They, They never existed. So... That, along with a bunch of other heroes like not having their inspirations, caused the New 52. In the New 52, there's Earth 2, which is a spin on the Justice Society where uh, the original Trinity were the only superheroes that existed. Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, they all died fighting against Darkseid invading Earth. Um, And the people who were more known as the Justice Society much younger, much different characters took up the mantle of Earth's heroes. In modern comics, it's different. Everything's the same. The Justice Society is still the pre precursors to the Justice League and the Justice and the 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 Legion of Superheroes uh, is the far flung future group that were inspired by the Justice League, right? Mm-hmm. Why I question all of this and I give you that 15-minute tangent is the Justice Society lives in this planet, lives on this Earth in this movie where they have Superman and Batman and all of the people from the Justice League, right? Okay. Now, the Justice Society does usually exist with a much older roster, like in some universes or some incarnations of like the DC universe. Mm-hmm, but usually sure. they, they also like fold over into the justice league. These aren't the original members. We obviously see like Adam Smasher's uncle, who was the original one, an old man, right? We know that Cyclone's grandma was the original red tornado. And like, she obviously isn't an active member, right? Kent's old. Uh, so we can, you can pretty much associate the fact that this version of the Justice Society is more of maybe like a global superpower, global defense, unlike the Justice League, who, if this is the Snyderverse, kind of are just people who don't listen to the government and just fight off Steppenwolf that one time. Hmm. 
I just I the Justice Society shouldn't exist if the Justice League is there. I'm just saying. Nah, I, I see where you're coming from. That's huh. Cause the whole point of the League was that they succeeded the society, right? Um but yeah. what this movie is showing me is that the Justice Society still exists because they work with the government and work with Amanda Waller, which, you know, if this is the Snyderverse, why is she alive? I have so many questions. Yeah. Yeah, let that sink in. If you've been watching this for the entire time, thank you so much for watching. Uh, do you have any more thoughts, Vincent? Uh, No. Oh, that's all I've got. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Welcome to season two. We have hopefully some more interesting uh, episodes for you. If you have any suggestions, let us know. If you want to get in contact with us, I am at lying underscore mask on Twitter. I am Vincent Barlow eight, and you can get into contact with both of blah 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 blah. blah. You can get into contact with both of us at the at our Twitter handle at domestic uh, domestic BF Pod. Yeah, um, yeah. Shout out to Ultimate Maverick X for the arts. Uh, shout out to you guys for listening. Um, we have. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. You know, we've been doing this for a while now. Twenty one episodes in. I think. I think in a couple months is our year of doing the podcast. We've That's had, crazy. We've had some pretty consistent listenings, pretty consistent downloads. I uh, just want to take the time and thank you guys. We we really don't have interaction. Uh, whether or not these are bots that are listening to us or people uh, just don't just listen to us and don't want to interact. But thank you for listening. Uh, we would love more interaction with the community. Um, if you guys have any suggestions for what we should do with YouTube, let us know. I uh, kind of shut off the YouTube because, like, I just don't want to keep uploading the podcasts there because, like, long episodes don't really work well with the YouTube algorithm. Um, but, yeah, thanks thanks for watching, guys. We appreciate you. Stay beautiful, everyone.